Welcome ladies to the Sasha Eburn podcast, your ultimate destination for embracing the flexible life and manifesting your wildest dreams. I am your host, Sasha Eburn, the no-nonsense badass VA coach. I'm all about empowering women to live a flexible and rewarding life with their very own virtual assistant business. If you're a woman with an unstoppable drive, a passion for growth, and a burning desire to build, grow, and scale your very own virtual assistant business, then you've come to the right place. Together, we'll unleash your potential, explore strategies, and share insights from remarkable women who have achieved greatness in the VA industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's go. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Sasha Eben Show. Today, we have the privilege of diving into our remarkable journey from our guests. She's paved the way in the world of virtual assistant agencies. Jess Watman, founder and CEO of Agencing. After years of climbing the real estate ladder and keeping up the hustle and bustle of Sydney life, it was a business trip to the Philippines that started it all for Jess. Searching for a quality alternative to paying crazy dollars for assistance in Australia turned into years of building relationships and working closely with committed to your cause, more than qualified and reliable Filipino virtual assistants. We will explore what has inspired Jess to embark on this journey and specifically why she chose to establish an offshore agency in contrast to an onshore agency. Jess will generously share successful strategies that she's implemented in her business for you to take away today. We're also eager to learn how Jess ensures her team of virtual assistants remain well-trained and up to speed with the ever-evolving VA agency. It's a conversation filled with insights, inspirations, and valuable information. Welcome to the show, Jess. Hi, Sasha. How are you going? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for our chat. I know that we've talked about it for a couple of weeks now. Yes, me too. (laughs) Perfect. Now, we've gone through who you are, and I would really love for you to tell me in your words, who are you? And I guess what inspired your journey to entrepreneurship and to creating this amazing VA agency that you've created? So I started in real estate about 20 years ago, and it was about eight years ago I was asked to go to the Philippines with the agency that I was working with because they were, or still are, a big real estate on the upper north shore of Sydney, and they really needed to look at how they could scale the business more, I guess, efficiently and, you know, profit margins and all of that fun stuff. So they asked me to go over there and check out this new thing called BAs and offshoring and what it was all about. And, uh, you know, Philippines is where it was happening. So I went over there and yeah, I just knew from then that this, it, like being a VA and helping businesses to, to scale, that's, it's really, uh, it's re- just really eye opening, I guess, mm. at, at what can be achieved. So, yeah, I started my agency about 18 months ago and I just, I wanted to, I wanted my own business. I always Mm. knew that I wanted my own business and I saw how this other VA agency that works specifically with real estate Mm -hmm. agencies, I saw how they were doing it and I thought I can just do this better. So I thought, why not? Why not give it a go? And yeah, that was only 18 months ago. Yeah, I love that. And where are you now? I know it's been a really long journey and I've been privileged to be, I guess, alongside you, maybe like six months, us being in the same coaching program. Tell us a little bit about the journey of the business. So you obviously started from 
zero team, zero clients to where you are now? Yeah, so I was still at that agency when I decided to start my own business. And it was actually that agency that gave me my the first opportunity to hire a VA. I had been working really closely with a few of the VAs in the office, and one of them was leaving to move to another country. And so I just said to my boss, if I can work out how to do this, how to legally hire someone in the Philippines, you know, if I if I could do this and you could save money, I could learn how to do it, make a little bit of money, you know, can can I do that? And he was like, yeah, go for it. So really grateful that he gave me that mm. opportunity. But it was a really great starting point. And I think a lot of VAs start like that. Like they just see an opportunity and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to give this a go. So um, it's really important if you're new to, to business to you've just got to give things a go and see what what works. But yeah, once I started, I was like, wow, okay, this is, I just really loved hiring VAs and Mm -hmm. working with them on their role and and how to how to work within the office within you know an agency because essentially they've got me but they've also got the client as well so just being that middle person between both and yeah now from zero VAs I've got um, almost 60 so yeah, it's it has scaled pretty quickly. Yeah, but yeah, it's been like I, I just I just love it so much. I love that, and I think from someone that's had a VA business as well, the I guess the opportunities in the industry to shape your business how you want it, I think, is mm-hmm. really incredible. And you've had your own journey as a, a VA business owner, and so have I, and they've been totally different and totally different models. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, did you ever once consider hiring onshore for your business, or was it always going to be offshore for you? It was always going to be offshore. I just, I think, because that was like my world for such a long time I had been working with them I was actually their manager for such a long time in the agency um, that I was with so I never was really exposed to other VAs you know VAs in Australia so it never really even crossed my mind yeah I love that very determined and you you knew what it was going to look like from the very beginning yeah, well, yeah, a little bit. Like I yeah. knew I knew that it was something special and that I could definitely do it better than the other company that we were with. And just little things because I had become like almost friends with these VAs. Mm-hmm. You work with them so closely every day that, you know, they would tell me things and I kind of found out what they were getting paid and what that company was charging us. And I went, oh, my God, like, you know, they weren't earning very much at all. And I thought I've got to do this better like this is yeah a bit crazy yeah I think it's really important so your business has scaled really quickly in a short amount of time I'd yeah. love for you to share with us is there some standout strategies that you have used to scale so quickly yeah definitely I think at the start I I didn't know what it was going to be so I just I, I just picked one thing that I knew um, how to do really well and just stuck with that and Mm. I think networking is huge so I have been in the real estate industry for you know 20 years I know a lot of agents and they you know change agencies quite a lot so you sort of you know your network sort of broadens but definitely networking and social media as well is huge and then there's things like getting on podcasts and you've got to 
you've got to be out there. I think if you are serious about your business, you've got to rely on the connections that you have as a starting point. Your your first client's always going to be someone that you know. <laughs> Definitely. And I think it's something that I'm a big advocate for is whilst we are in the, this virtual space, we really have to have a virtual shop front, front door that's open wide for people to see us. And that comes from the networking and comes from the connections and even referrals in the space as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And, you you know, you can have a great website and do some Google ads and, and things will happen. But if you're really wanting to get stuck into it straight away, you know, you should be able to make a couple of phone calls and, and, you know, get your first client based on the connections that you have. Yeah, definitely. And I think in the beginning, some of the VAs that I work with, they're a little bit unsure of reaching out to their past connections. However, it's proven time and time again, because you've already got the like, know and trust factor. It's really easy for them to say, okay, sure. I'm happy to give you a go. Let's see what it would look like working together. Absolutely. And even, you know, for the first couple of weeks or or months, you know, reach out to those people and offer to do something the half price for a a testimonial or, you know, fixing something up on their socials um, for, you know, a really discounted rate. Do something so you can start building a bit of a portfolio of past work, getting some experience. It, yeah, it all definitely helps. Yeah, I love that. And that's one thing that I always promote as well without going and working for free. You can still offer your services, still get some money in the bank and having that exchange of a lower rate. And it's generally project work that I promote this for, just a Mm. lower rate to get some work in, get some testimonials. And then once you've got the confidence, you know, it only takes one client to work with on a couple of hours and somebody that you know, give you a shot and then you're home and host running, getting those higher rates as well. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Now you talked about the beginning of your business and a few things that have supported the strategies to scale. If you Mm. could go back in time, I'd love for you to tell us three things that you would do differently. I think I, and this is going to be really hard for the listeners. If they're just starting out, really hard to even comprehend then because I was the same, but to have a bit of a growth mindset, Mm. I would definitely looked at the bigger picture early on and see how I could scale it quickly because, you know, I, I, I found now I have to change a lot of what I'm doing. I have to change systems. I have to change procedures. You know, you, you sign up to, you know, some subscription for, you know, 12 months when really you should do month to month. So you, you can quickly work out, oh, this doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my business. But you're already locked into something for 12 months and then you've got another subscription. You know, just little things like that, which you don't think about at the start. But that's definitely one thing. Another thing would be I would probably myself try and make more connections. I have seen how powerful it is with the ones that I did do. So if I did that, like on a larger scale starting out, because sometimes it takes a while for people to actually go yeah okay yeah you can help me with that or yep I need a VA so like people that I spoke to a year ago are now saying I'm ready now so if I spoke to more people Mm. at the start you know it maybe I would be bigger than I am now who knows and the third one I would say just get really really active on socials I did but looking back it wasn't enough so I would really spend a lot of time yeah growing that growing an audience on there 
and then yeah as you grow you know that audience is is along for the journey as well yeah I think that's really important and I've always been a big advocate for networking and Mm. I can honestly say that the more conversations I'm having and probably more the same as well I think because I was booked out so quickly I didn't really have time to to network however now it's just so powerful to keep that connection going, keep building those relationships. Mm-hmm. And the other thing with that, it's the intention behind it as well. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that networking with someone, there shouldn't be the intention to sell every mm-hmm. single time. And you can probably relate that you've had people in your DMs and you feel like every single time you're being sold to or mm-hmm. they only come to you when they're being sold to. So it's really about having those really authentic relationships that you just have normal business life conversations with because people want to work with others that they like, know, and trust. So I think yeah. it's really important to build those long-standing business relationships just really authentically. Absolutely. And that's probably why I didn't do enough of it at the start, mm-hmm. because I always felt like they're going to think I'm trying to sell my services or, you know, I just wasn't sure how, how to go about it. But, yeah, if you are just wanting to connect with people they will see that like that is being genuine um, and then when they are ready later on they'll they'll come back to you yeah definitely I love the one that you mentioned number one because that's one that I've actually been sharing with our clients as well about the text so whilst financially it seems really great at tax time to pay off subscriptions in advance I'm also going through very similar to you that I'm realizing that I have one too many systems And in order to streamline, I need to bring it across to something else, Mm. which means a lot of my subscriptions were paid in June. And now I'm stuck with 15 emails paid for (laughs) until June next year. So, yeah, Yeah. I think think very carefully about getting that yes to annual subscriptions, Mm. unless you know through and through it's something that you're going to use. And also acknowledge that tech changes and it evolves. And... Tomorrow, there could be a new tech that takes over Zoom. So we might think, no, it's fine. I'll still be using Zoom in 12 months. We actually just don't know. Yeah, yeah, 100% right. (laughs) It's really interesting. Now, from an outsider's perspective and have been in the industry for some time, I believe that your agency is a little bit different. And I'd love for you to share with us what you do to ensure that your VAs are really well-trained and up to speed with everything that happens in this ever-evolving VA industry? I created something called the AgentSync Academy. So there's training, there's resources, there's templates in there for the VAs to use. Now, I've got VAs in lots of different industries, so it's really hard to provide training on every single industry, every single, like, everything. (laughs) So when... When we're hiring for a VA, we that's where we put in a lot of work to make sure that we're presenting candidates to the client that have either worked a similar position or they're very skilled in the particular software that, you know, the client is using. So the actual training part isn't so in-depth. If they've used it, just say I'm hiring for, you know, a, another coach or someone like that, you know, we're looking we're looking at Kajabi and things like that. So if they've used that program for a really long time, you know, I, we're not having to do a lot of that training, but we're providing broad training on, say, being a VA in general, like time efficiency and, mm-hmm. you know, time management, all of that sort of stuff. And 
putting it in there for the VAs to always refer back to. And then there's other training, say, you know, I've got an account, accountant in there that's doing zero training. So they might not be doing any of that for their client, like reconciling, you know, zero, things like that. But they could go to the client and say, look, I've just learned how to do this. You know, is that something that I could take on for you? So really just providing that training in the Agents Inc. Academy. Uh, and that's, I believe, something different uh, that no other agency is doing. We're interrupting this podcast episode to tell you about the VA Way Academy. If you want to build, grow and scale your VA biz to 30k plus months, then this is the place for you. We receive incredible feedback at the VA Way Academy. One standout story I would love to share with you is Lissa. Lissa took the leap of faith and launched her own business. And in just six weeks, she had achieved her goal of going full-time. Lissa's determination and hard work paid off, allowing her to leave Australia and live out her dreams as a digital nomad. If you're ready to embark on your own path to success and build a thriving VA business, head over to the show notes for the link to apply. And now let's get back to the podcast. And I think it goes much deeper than that as well. It's the impact to me. And that's what I see is you're not only making impact to these businesses in Australia and shifting the needle forward and really supporting them to scale. You're actually developing the knowledge and skills of these Filipino workers. Yeah, they don't have a lot of access to free training in the Philippines. They they normally go to school, university if they're really lucky. So to be able to provide training across lots of different um, areas of business is just, yeah, I'm really proud of that. And it's just something I want to keep adding to. So I quite often have people like yourself, you've Mm -hmm. done some training in there for us, which is amazing. You know, I, I feel like it would be quite boring if it was just me always doing the training. And I, you know, I use zero, but I'm not an expert in it. So I think to get someone like an accountant in or, you know, you're a VA coach, so what better person to, you know, do some training in there than people like yourself? So, yeah, very grateful for that. Yeah, and it goes back to hiring for our skills gaps. And yeah. whilst we're not an expert in everything as much as we would like to be, we really want to lend to other experts in the industry to support the gaps that we have in our learning so we can still shift the business forward and do what we want to do without having to go and learn every single thing there is to learn. Yeah, 100%. Now, you're quite innovative as well, and you have launched a new product in Australia, and I'd love for you to tell us about that and why it's so unique for Australia, for starters. And if you're a new VA or an existing VA, at some point you may consider hiring offshore to support your business, especially in the early days where the cash flow might not be as big as when you're fully booked. However, you might also acknowledge that saving some time in your business can really shift the needle forward for you. So without having to hire a full-time VA to support them, if that's not where they're at yet, share with us a little bit about your new project and how that can support gaps in people's businesses on a more ad hoc basis. Yeah, so quite early on in my business, I was getting a lot of people, a lot of business owners coming to me saying, I don't know if I've got enough work for full-time or part-time or I'm not ready to commit or I've just got this one thing that needs to be done. So I thought I'm going to create a website similar to others that are available like Upwork and, and Fiverr. 
but I really wanted it to be obviously Australian created and I I wanted it to just have a select few VAs on there that we've personally handpicked, we've checked their work, we've vetted them, we, you know, I would personally have them working in my business and put them available on the website for people to log on, create an account and just upload a, a particular project that they need they need done. And yeah, the VAs are available on there to bid on it and yeah, you can choose one and, and have that sort of one job ticked off your to-do list. Yeah, I think it's great because it's also not oversaturated. I know what it's like when you're trying to, you're just not at the point of hiring, you've got one project, you just really need to get done and you go to Upwork or Fiverr and there's just so many there. It's hard to know who to pick as well as for me, the biggest thing that drew me to your website was it's in Australian dollars. Yes. Yep. Australian dollars, which, you know, I've used others in the past before I had my own business and you go, oh, okay, that looks pretty reasonable. Mm. And then you get to like the end of the project and you see the money or like the total and it's in US dollars and then there's a service fee and then there's like a platform fee and like taxes and you're like, what is going on? It just jumped up like, you know, quadrupled and you're like, how, how is this happening? So yeah, Australian dollars, there's no other fees associated on the, obviously there's GST, but that's it. No platform fees or anything like that. Yeah, I love that. And it's really quick and easy to use. We'll refer to it in the show notes as well. Thank you. Let's talk about something a little bit controversial um, for the moment. Now, we have become friends, yet you could say that we are in competing businesses. However, personally, I still don't see that we are. And you may have heard a lot of VAs saying, I don't want to start because then I'm going to compete with offshore VAs. Now, in my previous episode, we talked about all the different business models that they all have a place. However, I'd love for you just to talk into that a little bit more, being on the receiving end of having Mm. that floated around the industry. What can you tell our listeners about that and really, I guess, the difference and how there is a place for everyone? Yeah, I, there is 100% a place for both. And yeah, I I find it really funny when um, I've had a few people say, oh, you're friends with Sasha. Like, aren't aren't you guys like, you know, competing for the same like client? I'm like, no, not at all. Yeah, a place for everyone. But also, you know, I quite often have Zooms or clients reach out to me and they go, oh, do you only do offshore? I actually wanted someone here in Australia because I want, you know, phone calls made or I want this done. And so it it goes both ways, 100%. Although people think that so much more business would come to me because they're getting a a cheaper rate. Yeah. It's for most, for a lot of people, it's not about that cheaper rate. They want to know that the person that they're giving the work to, you know, who are they? Are they, where, where are they based? A lot of people still have security issues and things like that. So there is a hundred percent a place for both. And, you know, we refer people to each other as well. So yeah, it goes both ways. Definitely. And I think every single time, and I always come back to this community and collaboration over competition all the time. And like you said, that there is actually symmetries to be able to refer to each other, which is great. And why does there need to be that, oh, well, you work in the same market as me that, you know, we're, we're competitors, mm. which who I don't know who that serves. Yeah. It's, it's also no fun. Yeah, I love the exactly. fact that, you know, we get to build relationships with people and, you know, we've actually never met in real life, 
and no. we will get to them in a few months, which is great. Yeah. And the fact to really highlight that, like you said, that each client or each potential client has an idea of what they're looking for. So it's not like they're going to jump on a discovery call with, a, with an Australian VA and expect that they're going to pay 12 to $25. It's, yeah, it just doesn't happen. Mm. They already know what they're looking for. They know that it might be, say, something that they're not going to get onshore or they don't even need onshore for. So yeah. I think it's really about highlighting that there's also 2.5 million businesses in Australia. So there's plenty of clients for mm. everyone and everyone yeah. has its place. And it is apparent that when somebody decides that they want an offshore, it is for a particular reason, whether that be cash flow, whether it be the requirement of the role or it might just be that where they're currently in their business, mm. as well as sometimes there are businesses that have Australian VAs managing an offshore team within that business as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, quite often I have conversations with people that they need both, really. They are so busy. They're scaling so much. They need an offshore VA to be able to help with, say, like the data entry and the really boring stuff. If you were to give that sort of stuff to an onshore VA, how boring. Like, yeah. whereas the Filipino VAs, they love that sort they of stuff. It. And you can, you know, you don't feel bad or any sort of way about giving that sort of stuff to them because they really do love it. But to have an onshore VA managing that mm. offshore VA and doing the higher value tasks that you would absolutely spend 60, 70, 80, $100, whatever, an hour on, yeah. that's that's the difference, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to shift gears a little bit. Being a mum in business and yeah. running a very fast-growing business as well, what are some tips do you have to be sure that you're present for the family as well as present in your business and keep the business moving forward? It's a struggle some days, as you would know. Yes. <laughs> it's... You've just got to be really organized. And I think we're in the right industry for that. You know, if you're not organized, you probably shouldn't be a VA or be running a business. So yeah, trying to be really organized. I know it doesn't always happen, especially in the, the whole mum life. Yeah. Lists, you like checklists and things are your best friend, but just really trying to keep yourself accountable for what you want in your business. So if you have goals in place, if you're wanting to grow and scale or you know, even as little as, you know, what you're going to do on social media, which can help grow your business, keep yourself accountable for that, but also make time for the really important stuff. So when you're with your kids or your husband, that time is very, you know, you're focused, you're you're in the moment. And then, yeah, you, you've got to be able to, I guess, split your time between both, but make sure the time that you're in your business working it's working on those really important clients, those dollar productive things. And that's where I see some Australian VAs also having to need, you know, an offshore VA to do those little mundane, boring things that aren't going to grow your business yeah. while you, as the VA, can be focused on getting more clients and making connections. Yeah, so those $150 tasks compared to the $5 tasks. Yeah, exactly. And you're probably the queen of outsourcing in your business. Tell me, do you outsource in your, your home life as well? I do. I have a cleaner. That's It's only a new thing. And so, yeah, it's very new to me. But, I, again, I had to look at my day and or my week and think, you know, I'm spending a couple of hours doing these things. What's that worth to me? Yeah. You know, with the 
the scale that my business is now, my hourly rate is quite high. So if I can pay someone to clean my house, but I still do clean a little bit before the cleaner gets there. So I'm not sure if it's working very well, but we'll see. That's pretty much it. I, you know, was getting like you foods delivered to make things a little bit easier, but that's about it. Um, I do outsource like a lot in my business obviously that's quite easy for me now but home life yeah not not a lot is that something you'd like to change in the future oh look if I could have a chef or something (laughs) an in-house personal trainer and a chef I think I think I'd be set but that's probably it I think yeah put them on the vision board for 2024 yeah Yeah. mansion chef personal trainer like we're there (laughs) yeah Now, before we finish, I do always have some rapid fire questions that I ask all of our guests on the show. What is your favorite social media platform for business networking? Oh, it would have to be Instagram. I really want to get into LinkedIn. I think there's a lot of potential there for those really high value clients. Mm -hmm. But Instagram, yeah, it's, you know, I'm just active on there. All of my clients are active on there, potential clients. Yeah, to be able to connect with people on that platform has really, really helped my business. Yeah, it's really easy as well. Yeah, and fun, like the reels, like, come on, (laughs) it's a good time. Morning person or night owl? Morning person. Windows or Mac? Windows. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beach vacation or mountain retreat? Oh, beach. And only what? Four months, four months until we'll I be know, in I, Bali. Yeah, I cannot wait. I've got the little countdown app on my phone. Oh, I'm so exciting. excited. <laughs> Amazing. If any of our listeners are interested in finding a little bit more about you and what you do, where can they find you? So I do hang out on Insta, Instagram quite a lot. So Jess Watman underscore AgentSync, or there's the website where you can have a look at that freelance marketplace that we mentioned earlier or fill in the inquiry form in like what you're looking for and we can get back to you and yeah, we can touch base and have a Zoom and have a chat about yeah, how we can help. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed our chat today. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Asha. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can get this podcast into more heads and hearts. If you've got questions, hit me up at Instagram at SashaEburn underscore underscore. And remember, if nothing changes, nothing changes.